Super Talk Mississippi media production. All right, boys and girls, let's get started. I'll give it a little pause. I'll make a quick statement. I feel like leaps, right? And uh, then we'll get going. All right, welcome into the TNL postgame show, Kentucky edition. I'm Brian Haydad here in the Davis Wade Stadium press box. Uh, Mississippi State 31 17. I almost got that prediction, right? Uh, but this one touchdown off to the uh, the good for the Bulldogs as they uh, absolutely this was, they dominated the game. There's no other way to put it. Both sides of the ball, Mississippi State was in complete control. Special teams, and yeah, we can talk about that some other time. But uh, State was incredibly efficient offensively. They ran the ball pretty well. And then Will Rogers, we're going to have to talk a lot about him and the game he had tonight. But for me, guys, we've got to look at this from another perspective. State's defense tonight was completely dominant. Completely dominant. 216 yards of total offense for Kentucky. They forced four uh, turnovers. They got a couple of sacks, eight tackles for loss. I'm sorry, that's not correct. That's Kentucky. Never mind. doesn't matter. Uh, but they were just really, really good. And, you know, Kentucky didn't score a touchdown until, what, in the fourth quarter offensively. The other touchdown, obviously, was the punt return. So, Give Zach Arnett a lot of credit. Chris Rodriguez came into this game as the leading rusher in the SEC. Eight carries for 34 yards for him. Kentucky was averaging uh, 200 yards rushing a game. They had 66 in this game. Will Levis, I mean, we talked about putting the game in his hands all week, uh, and they couldn't do it. 17 to 28, 150, three picks, not great. On the other side, Will Rogers is 36 of 39. For 344 yards, he sets an SEC record for completion percentage in the game. If he had completed one more pass on one more attempt, he would have set an NCAA record uh, that was held by uh, Seth Doge, I believe is his name, uh, from Texas Tech, of course, uh, of 90.6. He would have crushed that record. He would have been sitting about 93% uh, at that point. Big game for Jaden Wally. Good to see him getting back in at six catches, 95 yards. Polk, their five-catch game for him. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve different receivers for the Bulldogs. Uh, Marks had nine catches to lead them. Ra Ra Thomas, another touchdown catch. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff in this game. A lot of good stuff. Let's get into talking about it. AO, you're going to be up first. Then we got Josh Watson and Brad Haynes. What you got, Austin? Brian Buttermilk Biscuit Hey Dad. My man. I do love a buttermilk biscuit. Let me tell you, if I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. The one thing that was holding this team back all year was missed tackles, poor execution on the defense, and letting go of the big plays. This game was an absolute mm-hmm. playbook for how it should be done. You look at the defense, wrapped up throughout the game, avoided the big play errors that, we, that plagued us, mm-hmm. really, LSU, Memphis and Alabama, you know, you got to let that one go. But for the most part, the defense stepped up today. I thought that throughout the game, the defense played hard. They wrapped up and they, more importantly, got off the field on a key third down. I just want to say, what a great win. Great day to be a Bulldog and great day, honestly, to be a Biscuit fan because we all know Biscuit over cornbread 24 7, 365. This is why you're one of the best, Ao. I appreciate the uh, the biscuit love. Any old time we can get it. Um, you made a good point about big plays, and I, I, I just looked at it now. Um, the longest play of the game for Kentucky, and this one was 21 yards. 
And you think about State and the way they've given up 40, 50-yard plays this year, that's huge. Huge for Mississippi State to uh, to not give those up. So, wasn't a good happening in the Braves game there? I'll know Joel Coleman will be happy. All right, let's go to Josh Watson. Then we got Brad Haynes. Haynes. And then uh, Keith is right. Can I say something about the work? Thank you. Yeah, sure. That real quick. Uh, looking forward to next week, if Arkansas isn't really a big play. No, they not, no. So, I mean, if they can continue to build upon that, I mean, you could be looking at a, a state running off a pretty nice little run here. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, are you there, Josh? I'm here. I was just trying to keep from running over Justin. So I got you. Let's What's get this up? out of the way first. I'm ready to go Frank Costanza on these SEC refs at the end of the year. We're gonna go. We're gonna go Festivus. I got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're gonna hear about it, <laughs> dude. They're rough, man. I blame Steve Robertson for a lot of our problems today. He tweeted out before the game that this was one of the better crews. Immediately in the first quarter, there were two bad calls, and I just looked at him. I was like, this is your fault. You Jeez. can't give these people credit. Man, it, it was horrible. And he's been like that. It's really I mean, hard for the course, you know. Um, I think yeah. I, I, if, you know, we t- I've said in the past, I'm still not sold on the, on the air raid. If this is what the air raid looks like, yeah, I'm in, right? Um, but yeah. what we saw was – almost a complete even balance running and passing the football. So I don't know if Leach is I, – I, mm-hmm. I, you know, don't dare to say that he's evolving his, his game plans because, you know, he's been doing this for, what, 30-something years now? Um, but it seems to work. Yeah. It worked tonight. Yeah, it worked, it worked tonight. Man, Thanks, Josh. Um I mean, like I said, it worked tonight, and it was really effective, uh, especially early in the game. Now, towards the end of the game, it, it's it stopped being as effective, but then, you know, Lord Rogers was still able to hit passes uh, down the field. So, and that's another thing for tonight, too, as well. Uh, State was – I mean, what, let me look at the numbers again here. 36 completions, 344 yards. I mean, that's as close to 10 yards per completion. So, they was at 9.6 as they've been all year. Wally averaged 16 yards per completion, and Mackay Polk was over 10. That's good news for Mississippi State. Rodgers, again, looked I mean, he looked confident. He looked like he was in complete control, and he was. He was in complete control. This, that's back-to-back really good games for Will Rodgers. That bodes well for Mississippi State heading up to, uh, to, Kentucky, or to Arkansas. All right, Brown. Field passes for Will also. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to run over you. Yeah, down-the-field passes were great, too. Yeah, something's wrong with my, uh, my my setup here, uh, Josh. Just mute yourself if you don't mind. I can't I can't remove you. Uh, but Brad, are you there? Yeah, man, I'm here. What's going on? What's going on, Coach? What do we got tonight? Man, I'm just glad to be off suspension from the rumblings since the Red Sox traded Mookie to the Dodgers. I mean, it's it's just a joke that y'all just give away players like that. Somebody had to be punished, and now now but now you've you, you've served your penance. Go right ahead. Uh, so we've talked uh, – I, mean, I know you guys have talked about it. We've talked about it. But how much of seeing a lot more runs tonight is on wheel more so than Leach? They said – I saw a tweet that said both of the touchdown runs in the second quarter were plays that will check to, to run plays. But you have to look at it in terms of Leach is the guy who tells his quarterbacks, check out of things if you, you – know, check into the right play. So it's sort of a, uh, a, a, you know, a give and take there. So we give credit to Rodgers, but we also got to give credit to Leach for coaching Rodgers up to see these things. 
So it, it's it's good yeah. on both sides. There's there's no bad things to take from it. I promise you that. Yeah, it feels like wheels growing up and, and getting a better grass, uh, you know, every week and seeing things and, and being willing to take some extra. I mean, this is the, in my opinion, the best game of the leech era um, all around yeah. by far. This is in terms of how they played on both sides of the ball. This is a better win than, than LSU was. No doubt. So, all right, Brad. Thanks, man. Just mute yourself Appreciate if you don't mind. Go ahead, hey, Justin. Read them off to me, please. Questions the you want to go ahead and get them. All right. Uh, first one comes from Brian Knight. Uh, did Leach say how Kentucky was simulating the snap? I didn't see any of them clapping he their did, hands. And so did LaQuinston Sharp in the post game. Both said that it was happening. Uh, Leach said, if that's going to happen, then we've got to be able to coach it. So they, they, they did call out Kentucky for, for doing that. Yes. Okay. Uh, Taylor Ball asked, is Mason Miller possibly in danger? Is his, his unit has had penalty issues all season? Same for special teams coach. Only thing mm-hmm. kept UT in the game. Well, we've got to look at it from what we just said, though. If Kentucky's simulating the snap and the refs aren't calling that, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to put that you know, on Mississippi State. Basically, they're cheating. So this was not a, a great, you know, from a penalty perspective, but Rodgers had clean pockets for the most part. The one sack I remember him taking uh, was one where he just held the ball a little long. They ran the ball effectively. Not, I thought the offensive line, outside of the penalties, had a, a really good game tonight. So, I know Mason Miller's not in any kind of trouble. Last one from Scott Upton. Uh, I think I know the answer to this. Any chance of getting the top 25 this week? I would say no. There's an outside chance. I know that, you know, Robbie Falk is an AP voter. He said he would put MSU in with a win. I mean, they have three wins over teams that were ranked at the time they played them. NC State's not ranked anymore, I don't think. Um, but, you know, Texas A&M and Kentucky are. So, State at five and three could be in there. They could be in there. There's, a, there's, a, I would say there's a slim chance they're twenty fifth or twenty fourth tomorrow. So we'll see. All right. Uh, I believe Kevis Wright was, was supposed to join us next. Are you, are you, let me get him uh, set up here. Kevis, are you there? I'm here. What's up, Brian? What's up, Bob? man? What a game tonight. I mean, like you, like everybody said, the most impressive game I think all season so far. I mean. You just look at it, like I said, the running and passing balance was, was about there. I mean, like I said, having 34 rushes, that's still mind-blowing. <laughs> not, to, yeah. not, to mention having, yeah. not to mention having the completion percentage that Rodgers had as well. But like I said, great game tonight. Like I said, everybody's pretty much said what I was wanting to say. But, you know, just great game tonight. And let me make one one, one more statement. Texas is not yeah. back. Yeah. Texas is not back. No, not back. No, not back. I uh, I was at Two Brothers today for lunch, and I left there at it was twenty one ten Texas. I walked down to the camp house, and it was thirty one twenty one Baylor. So I don't know what the hell happened, but it was quick and sudden, evidently. Here's another great stat for tonight. We 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 talked a little bit about this week about how it's weird how State is a pass first team and leads in time of possession. Tonight, obviously, as, as Keith sort of just pointed out, almost a 50-50 split rushing and passing. 39 passes, 35 rushes. 41 minutes of time of possession to 18 for Kentucky. I, you know, Kentucky, our, our time of possession is not a stat like it used to be. You know, you can't just tell who wins by the time of possession. But when it's that lopsided, you can tell who won. That, that's a pretty impressive uh, night for Mississippi State controlling the football. And think about that last drive. State takes over, you know, they're, they're up two touchdowns with seven minutes to go, 
and Kentucky never got the ball back. That's that's incredibly demoralizing for teams. So, you know, you don't expect a team that passes as much as Mississippi State to be able to control the ball like that. Really good job. Ryan Strickland's up with us. Then we'll have Carson Clark and Tommy Payne. If anybody else wants to join us, please, by all means, uh, make your request. We'll have you in here. Ryan, are you there? I am. Uh, well, you sound so excited to join us, Ryan. My goodness. Sorry. Uh, kind of caught me off guard there. <laughs> Uh, could you imagine playing a top 25 team on October 30th and losing? It's tough to tough to wrap my head around. Who who could do such a thing? I have no idea. Uh, I, it couldn't could, couldn't be couldn't be Mississippi State. All right. Well, thank you, Ron. I appreciate your uh, your, your 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 comments. Go ahead, hey, Justin. Got a couple of questions, real quick. John Roberts asked, why was Dollar Bill out? I doubt he said anything. I haven't heard, uh, so I will assume there was an injury that we will never find out about. That's what I figured. Uh, Jeremy Childress asked, uh, why didn't we get the ball to 25 on that kickoff, even though that wasn't a real fair catch? Okay, so evidently the rule is if you you have to get the ball, if you have a, a, an illegal fair catch signal or if you do do the fair catch signal and you still touch it, it's where you, I don't know. I don't quite understand the rule, but you get the ball where you fielded it. Yeah, I know there's a rule about punting. Like if it's you signal fair catch, you catch it, and you advance the ball to five-yard penalty. I thought it was a penalty. They didn't call a penalty, a penalty on the play, though, so that was really weird. It was it was such a weird play. I couldn't quite figure Let's it out. Let's just chalk it up to terrible SEC officiating and just move on. That sounds All right. Good. Anything else in the chat? All right. Uh, are you there? Let's go to Carson Clark. Yeah. How you doing, Brian? What's going on, Carson? Oh, not too much. Just having a pretty good night. Uh, I bet so. Let's go. What would you got? I just wanted to say uh, I went to high school with uh, Jet Johnson. I've been a big Jet fan since he's been uh, playing this year. And uh, I mm-hmm. really wasn't expecting him to look as good in pass coverage as he did tonight. I was really impressed. Yeah, no question. He's a pretty complete linebacker at this point. I mean, he's playing at a really high level. He and Watson both are, and uh, so is Tyrus Wheat. I mean, Wheat had a couple of big plays tonight uh, as well. So State's linebacking core is really good, and it's just going to continue to improve. They've got some good young guys, and then you look at this recruiting class, you know, assuming Stone Blanton is, is added to it at some point, you got some good young linebackers. So this group, I mean, that's Zach Harnett's group, right? That's what that's what he coaches, so it's not really a surprise that state would have good players there. So, Jet Johnson, good player. And a guy that, I mean, I think we can all agree, before the season we did not have really big expectations for Jet Johnson. Uh, and he has come in and had played really, really well. And uh, he, may, he looks like he's just going to be that next great uh, Mississippi State inside linebacker. And that's a long and uh, proud tradition. All right. What's yeah, that? that's – What's up, Parker? So, so. Uh, I was just going to say that's exactly what I was going to say. Kind of the emergence of him kind of completed that linebacking core and was especially really nice. with with Aaron Brule not playing at a really high level this year. The state needed somebody else to step up, and that, that guy has been Jet Johnson. So really good job from him. Thanks, uh, Carson. Appreciate it, man. Uh, Tommy Payne, you are up. Are you there, Tommy? Brian, how are you? What's up, man? Oh, you know, not a whole lot. Just uh, excited about the win. Um, got to give a shout out to to your boy Robbie. Uh, we got. Um... Are you there? 
Yeah, man, he, had, he had Wally and uh, and yeah, Johnson. Yeah, Rob, Robbie called Wally as his his boy of the week. I love that. Also, just real quick, what color suit do you think Will Rogers is going to wear to New York? I'll hang. If I know Will Rogers, man, he's going. Uh, he's going to go head over to George Sherman, grab the maroon blazer with some gray slacks, and and the cowboy hats coming as well when that uh, when that trip is made. That's, that's pretty funny. All right, we got anybody else wanting to speak? Oh yeah, we do. Rob Hathaway is going to join us. Great. What's up, Rob? What's up, Rob? Hello, Brian. <clears throat> um, you you kind of stole my thunder a little bit with the forty-one uh, minutes of possession, which. Yeah, that, I was looking at the stats on the walk back to the car, and I saw that, and I, I just about choked. Um, but what I think was so huge in, in the game was that first drive of the second half, even though State only got three points out of it, it took eight and a half minutes off the clock. I thought that was huge in the ball game. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, as we all you know have said, this is a this is a very balanced uh, attack that we have, and I thought we saw that tonight. Um, <laughs> tell you what, mm-hmm. the thing I would love to see, and it'll never happen, but as much as success as we're having running the running backs off tackle, if he w- if Rogers would just once pull it back and take off down the left hand mm-hmm. side, oh, oh yeah. it would it oh, would be a thing yeah, of beauty because yeah. nobody's he's, looking he's for it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I totally agree. Chances of. of not a lot of RPO. Yeah, I do. I do want to say I feel bad for uh, Dan. Not really, you know. He's he had a rough day today, and I can't really sympathize with his record. You know, having to lose to Kentucky. But let's, let's give a shout out to Kirby Smart, by the way, who basically just called out Danny Mullen right there in the press conference, uh, where he said, you know, those can out coach good recruiting. It's true. It's true. It's true. I'm Players so, are won't games. I'm so disappointed in Kirby for letting them score. Oh, I know. I would have loved if Mullen to have been the one. You know, you know of, of Mullen as much as you like to give him, though. And shout out to uh, I can't remember who sent me the uh, tweet, but so I don't know if you guys are familiar with Allen High School in Texas. Massive powerhouse going out there. They had their. They lost last night. Their first multi-loss season since 2005. Guess who their coach is? Um, Justin, you want to grab a guess on this? Uh, is that Art Browse? No, no, that was somebody else's guess too. Justin, do you have a guess? Okay, it's just Chad Moore. <laughs> so, well, you, about you know, some people, uh, some people reach the the. A, a certain level that they can be successful at, and they just cannot proceed further. True story. All True right, story. Rob. All right, Rob. Yeah. up if you don't mind. We'll talk to you later. But Tyler Heidrick is going to join us next. Then my buddy Bill Reno and Buddy Weir. Tyler, are you there? Let me let me unmute myself. That might work. No, you're good. You're good. I can hear you. All right. Uh, well, Brian, it's a pretty good day for me and you. Three uh, 0 win for Chelsea. Oh. Chelsea man, and, uh, two goals by Reese James. Great goals, by the way. Yes. Um, yes. Going back to, to Mississippi State, though, I mean, over or under 19 and a half attempts rushing next week against Arkansas. You know, I feel like the idea that Leach is just going to start running it more. I, I, I Let me see it a couple weeks in a row before I do that. So I'll say under for right now. Um, but 
I mean, if you're going to be, if they're going to be successful, if they have success early, he's going to stick with it. That's that's one thing I'll say about Mike Leach is it seems like he's the kind of coach that will run the same play to death if he's having if he's getting four yards doing it, which I I, I respect. Too many coaches in this world get away from what works too quickly. You know, if if, if they can't stop something, run it until they stop it, until they or until the game's over. One of the two. So I'll stay under for now, Tyler. But I wouldn't be totally surprised by something like that. Thanks, man. Uh, let's go to Bill. Bill Reno is going to join us. You there, Bill? Bill, you there? Unmute yourself, Bill. That's 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 what we got here. Well, guess not. All right, Bill, if you can figure it out, we'll we'll get you in. We'll go to Buddy Weir now. Buddy, are you there? Yes, I am. What's up, Buddy? How you doing? Well, you know, for an old man, I guess <laughs> there are certain things in life that just bring an unqualified amount of joy. And any time we beat a strutting chicken coop mini rooster named Suits, I'm just as happy as a boy with ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Buddy, I like how you think. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you know, it's a damn drug to take. Yeah, (laughs) I bet it is. All right. Let's see. We got any more requests here? Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right. No more requests, so I guess we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll wrap things up. Let's see what we got for the the schedule. Uh, uh, Robbie said we'll be recording tomorrow afternoon, so expect like an early afternoon uh, thunder and lightning victory Sunday, and then of course uh, Sports Talk Mississippi on Monday. Uh, we'll wrap up this massive weekend. We'll talk obviously. We'll talk about Ole Miss uh, going down. I can't. I, I I'm already dreading the you know. Matt Corral as Iron Man kind of stuff we're going to have to, to to suffer through. You know, guy took a shot on the ankle, and you would have thought they they you know somebody blew his head off with a fifty caliber rifle. Uh, you know what I heard about that? I, I was thinking like it was like a Nick Fitzgerald thing. People were talking about how bad it looked. They just came right back out. It wasn't good. So, yeah, yeah. Out. So, but I, I am sure I'll be told that uh, he you know he was near death the whole time. Uh, but that said, we'll talk about a lot, a lot of good stuff uh, next week. Also, I think we got an interview next week uh, on the show, the big show, with Dane Brugler from the Athletic. We'll talk uh, NFL draft. I want to talk to him about Charles Cross, who you know, you know that guy is clearly going to be a first rounder. Martin Emerson has been on some first round boards all over tonight. Let's, by the way, real quick before I go, let's give a shout out to DeCamry and Richardson, who had to come into the game when he wasn't expecting to. Did you call his? Did, we, did they call his name all night? I mean, if he gave up a, a, a couple of completions, I didn't see him. I don't think so did. he played really well, and that's great news for Mississippi State going forward to have a reliable third cornerback. Uh, so a lot of great stuff next week on the show. Thanks for uh, for joining me here, guys. I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you guys very, very soon. Have a good night, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.